0: And um, i like to welcome you. Um, thank you for being here this morning. And uh, most of you know Peter Thompson. So Peter's going to be our guest presenter again this morning. And uh, so I will hand over to Peter. Thank you for being here this morning, Peter. I really appreciate it. <clears throat> thank you, uh, Shino, Andrew. Um- Yes, well, I'd like to acknowledge um, the country in which I'm sitting, which is Darwal country where European settlement, or well, especially European English settlement first contacted um, Australia at Cornell. and um, so I especially like to acknowledge that a connection right now and elders past of the past, present, and future elders and the prospects of a a new uh, understanding and treaty and agreement and voice with our indigenous peoples coming up in the near future. Um, Yeah, so with their respect, with their um, well wishes, I'll move into talking about an ancient practice that they would have kind of been aware of in their own way uh, of deep relaxation. And um, it's come to me that, um, to come back to me that this practice is extraordinarily important, foundation for myself. And I survived uh, my five years at university at ANU through doing this practice and through Dr. Ainsley Mears, who called it mental anteraxis. And later on at Teachers College, I did it under Swami Satchananda, as mentioned earlier. And um, the practice there saved me once again. In my 24 years of teaching, I did it, I practiced it almost daily. Um, So uh, it's an incredibly powerful practice to me. Affecting physical, mental uh, psyche and spiritual levels and bringing about healing on every level and um, just to be able to rest, deep rest, stop and watch the thinking mind, watch our emotional body and watch our sensations on the physical level um, as an observer, um, that power of observation and awareness, which is our true nature, gets activated and goes with us through the whole day. So uh, right now, I'd like to do a purification as we do often in Zen. So bringing up any past mistakes of any kind, even from yesterday, acknowledging, acknowledging them as mistakes, um, as Edison acknowledged his thousand uh, mistaken efforts to invent the light bulb and uh, letting them all go, purifying our mind and body and heart by letting all our mistakes go after acknowledging them all, clearing the decks, releasing with the deep in breath to start off, the deep in breath, and beginning to release with a number of deep breaths and the release always happens on the out breath, the letting go breath. We take a deep breath and we release on the out breath. And I'd now like to introduce just a little bit of stretching that where we are, we. Just stretch our arms in the air slowly, consciously feel the whole body in a conscious stretching position. Stretching into that, and then releasing that down again, and then sideways, outwards. Arms going, pointing outward to either side, stretching that way. Bringing the arms right back. And releasing and sighing away any tightness and tension in the body on the out breath, the breath of release, always the breath of release, the expiration. And now, for a moment, um, just tuning into our overall felt sense, whatever that may be, in the terms of our focusing practice. Our felt sense uh, for the whole body mind and heart, the whole body heart mind, um, that whole felt sense. Whenever the word comes to mind, whether it's uh, exhausted, bedraggled, or whatever word may pop up, resonating that word over against our whole felt sense for whole body mind tuning into that felt sense, whatever it may be, um, and staying with our felt sense for a few moments and, and being aware of our felt sense. And if that whole body felt sense changes, we may want to give it a new name, a new word that we can resonate with that felt sense and just recognising our whole state right now in this moment now. And tuning into that, usually as we acknowledge our felt sense, whatever it is with a word, a key word, the felt sense then begins to move along and change because it's been accepted like a Child knocking at the back door, wanting to communicate that something's happened in the backyard, an accident, an incident. When we open the back door, listen to the child explaining what happened, the story line. The child feels accepted and then runs away happily to play again. Just so our self, our false sense knocks at our door, wanting attention, whatever that is. And by giving it a key word, a name, naming that, we are accepting that. We're accepting that felt sense in whatever shape or form it takes in our whole body mind. Taking some more deep breaths and releasing some more uh, from the whole night, from the whole day before, from the week before, releasing. On the outbreath, and when we do this practice of deep surrender, deep relaxation, we realize that every um, thought, every feeling, every sensation is coming from the source itself. It's coming from the universe itself. And it's totally appropriate in this moment now. Everything is time to the second. And if we resist anything, that thing tends to persist. If we resist any inner information, feeling, thought, sensation. That tends to persist. What we resist persists. And what we resist is what we keep getting and so some people have defined our ego um, as resistance really the resistance of our thinking mind fundamentally so we are defined by our resistance in that schema we are defined by our resistances so in this practice we take on the intention to relax all our resistances and make deep friends with ourselves, bodily, emotionally, and spiritually, making deep friends with ourselves, giving ourselves a wonderful, warm hug right through the whole practice, as Thich Nhat Hanh would say, welcoming the, the small child into the room and giving them a very big hug, warm, soft hug of friendship, and welcoming, welcoming every single part of ourselves. The good, the bad, the ugly, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything, as Rumi would say, welcoming that in the morning, opening the door and welcoming every single part of ourselves to be present uh, with us. And in doing that, we say an unconditional yes to whatever arises. An unconditional yes to whatever is arising in this moment, be it a thought, be it a sensation or being an emotional feeling or bodily feeling. We say yes to that. So there's not a breath of conflict left, not a breath of conflict because whatever arises now, we say yes to that. And we notice that every thought has a beginning, has a birth, has its short lifespan, and then has an ending. This is the cycle of the universe. Brahma, the creator, Vishnu, the preserver, and Shiva, the destroyer. And this cycle goes on endlessly into forever. This cycle of creation, preservation and protection for a short moment, and then destruction. That cycle, that um, trimurti, the three images, the three movements of action continue endlessly. So we realize that with the thought, the thought has a birth, a thought has a short lifespan, and then a thought perishes and dissolves. And we watch that whole process, that whole process process with our true self nature, which is our awareness, which never changes. So leading into that. Now I would like to do a quick, a brief body scan um, with that attitude of acceptance and saying yes. I would like to move around the body if we are in a comfortable, relaxing position. I would like to tune in to the crown chakra at the top of our heads. Just focusing gently the awareness on any sensation, prickling, heat or cold at the top of our head in the crown chakra. And moving gently from there down the back of the head, down through the neck area and across, always moving slowly with our awareness across the top of the left shoulder to the top of the left arm, down through the upper arm, left elbow, left forearm, left wrist, left hand, and left fingers, little finger, fourth finger, middle finger, index finger and thumb, and all the fingers, And the whole of the left hand, relaxing now, letting go, relaxing. And just being aware now of the whole of the left arm as it is. Coming back through the fingers, the hand, the wrist, the forearm, the elbow, the upper arm, the shoulder. Moving across now to the top, top of the left shoulder to the middle of the neck, feeling that again. And then we move across the top of the right shoulder, slowly moving with any sensations, tingling, heat or cold, the top of the right arm, feeling the top of the right arm, the upper arm, the muscle, the right elbow, right forearm, right wrist, right hand, and the fingers then of the right hand, the little finger, fourth finger, middle finger, index finger, and the right thumb, and the whole of the right hand now, feeling more heavy, more relaxed, and feeling now the whole of the right arm, more heavy, more relaxed, relaxing, just as it is, And now both arms relaxing, both arms more heavy, coming back through the right fingers, the right hand, the the right wrist, the forearm, the elbow, the upper arm, the top of the shoulder, and coming across back to the middle of the back, just below the neck, And realizing how we release on the out-breath, if we sigh, it's a sign of release, of letting go. And when we let go, the peristalsis in the stomach starts to operate beautifully again. When we tighten or are contracted, the stomach peristalsis stops. As soon as we release and relax, the stomach, the peristalsis operates and digestion and all the functions happen. Worked beautifully. So, coming down now through the spine, moving down, downwards through the spine, past the shoulder blades, vertebrae by vertebrae, moving downwards, past the shoulder blades on the left side, the right side, coming down through the spine slowly, feeling any sensations, tightness, contraction soreness, tingling, just with our mind's eye, with our awareness, our scanning of the body. And slowly we come down to the base of the spine, right at the tailbone. And being there for one moment, just feeling the whole of the spinal column. Moving now across to the left, towards the left hip, and taking in the whole of the left hip area, feeling that joint there, moving down now through the left thigh, the left knee, the left calf muscle, the left shin, and then the left ankle area and the heel, and underneath the foot, and on the top of the foot, the instep, the toes, and the whole now of the left foot, just as it is, just as it is with any sensations that we feel in our mind's eye, just being in touch with the body, making friends with our body, making friends with our own instrument, our own vehicle, And now the whole of the left foot coming back up through that, through the foot, through the ankle, through the shin, up through the calf muscle, the left knee, the thigh. Now up through the left, to the left hip. And the whole of the left leg now, just a bit more heavy, a bit more relaxed, like a tree trunk just lying on the road. No, nothing holding it up, just heavy and relaxed. And moving now across from the left hip, across past the, through the bladder region, across now gently to the right hip, the whole of the right hip. Just being there as it is with it, might be a bit tight, might be sore, might be tingling might be hot, might be cold. We just feel the sensations as they are, what we'd want them to be, like them to be, but just as they are, getting in touch with our body as it is, moving down through the right thigh, the right knee, the right calf, the right shin, the right ankle, and now the right heel, and the bottom of the right foot, the toes, and coming back up to the instep area, resting there on the instep, and feeling the whole of the right foot, the whole of the right leg, both legs now, and both arms heavy, relaxing, and feeling that. Feeling that life force, that energy that courses through our body and our limbs and coming back through the right toes, the right foot, the heel, the ankle, the shin, the calf, the knee, the thigh, the hip. And across now to where we were before the ladder, moving up through above that into the Stomach area, or the abdomen area first, then the stomach, then up into the diaphragm area, often tight those areas. So as we go, we're releasing as we go any knots of tension, and we're sighing them out on the out-breath gently as we go, noting our whole body where it's at, and as we come to the diaphragm, we feel the rise and fall of the breathing process, just as it is. Letting the long breaths be long, the short breaths be short, just as they are. We stay with the breathing process for a few moments. Like the incoming and outgoing tide at the ocean, The incoming breath, the outgoing breath without our conscious effort happens by itself. We're being breathed by the whole universe without any eye effort, without any conscious effort, without any even intention. We're being breathed by the whole universe. Staying with that experience of being breathed by the whole universe, just as our heart is being beaten, our brain is is being actions, everything is being cells of our body are being enlivened by the universe without our doing, without our intention. Without our ego effort we are being lived by the whole universe. So coming up now through the chest, the left rib cage, right rib cage, up through the sternum, upper chest and sternum, and moving it beyond that to the throat area, often tight and sore through talking verbalising through the whole day. Just be aware of the whole throat area, the whole throat chakra, so to speak. Maybe tight, maybe sore, maybe burning, maybe tingling. Just taking that in and making friends with our, every part of our body. Moving beyond the throat to the left jaw, right jaw and the area around the mouth, often tight, holding tension. Releasing as we go up to the left cheek, right cheek, left eye, right eye, just the eyeballs as they are, relaxing, and bathing in that, awareness of our making friendship with our body bathing in that awareness the eyeballs and moving beyond that to the forehead area often frowning often holding tensions tightnesses we just look and be with the whole of the forehead area and releasing and relaxing as we go and now we return to where we started, which was the top of the head, the crown chakra where we began. And we feel now the whole body, the whole body, the whole body now, more heavy, more relaxed, and bathing in that awareness, which is our true nature. And now, Having gone through the body, we bring that light of awareness, that torch of awareness to our own inner world of observation. We take up a beautiful chair by the river, comfortable sofa, reclining sofa chair to sit back and watch the movie of our own minds watching the movie of our own minds unfolding on the screen of our own minds, our own private cinema to watch the whole movement of thinking mind, of thoughts, of feelings and of bodily sensations as they move across the screen of our own mind. Each one has a birth or a beginning Each one has a temporary lifespan as it moves across the screen and then quickly passes away. So we settle back into that comfortable sofa chair just to watch the passing parade. The good, the bad, the ugly, the beautiful, every kind of rising, every type of creation arising remaining for a short time and then passing quickly away. We settle back to watch all of that unfolding, all of that unfolding, our own story, our own passing parade. We settle back just as an observer to watch We settle back into that attitude. And we say yes to every arising. If we have resistance, we say yes to that resistance even. So there's not even a breath of any kind of conflict whatsoever within our psyche within our body-mind, not even a breath of conflict. Because we're saying an unconditional yes to absolutely every arising, absolutely every arising. We're even saying yes to the yes, and we're certainly saying yes to the no's. If the resistance arises, we say yes to that. A loving, unconditional yes to that. And as we sink deeper and deeper and deeper into our self-nature, which is no nature, We go far beyond mere doctrine, as Hakuna Zenji beautifully says. And we sink deeply into Satshish Ananda, beingness, consciousness, bliss or joy, which is our true nature, which has no beginning No birth, which has no ending, which always just is. It always just is. There's no beginning, no birth to it, and no ending to it, no death. That awareness, that consciousness, always just is. And you are that. You are that consciousness, that sap, chip. Ananda, that beingness, consciousness, joy or bliss, you are that, that is your true nature. Without a doubt, without any doubt whatsoever, that is your true nature, beingness, consciousness, joy or bliss, that such kit ananda So we rest in our true natures. We rest in that. We rest in the observer. That awareness which doesn't change fundamentally. Where there's no male, no female, no good, no bad, no right, no wrong, no form, no sensation. We rest in that, no duality whatsoever in that. That's our true face before our grandparents were born. We rest in that. And we go deeper and deeper and deeper into that. We sink deeper and deeper and deeper and we take up our sankalpa or our deep intention to stay in that, our true home, to be with our true treasure as much as possible during our relative world daily lives. And so now we sink into that awareness and we enjoy our true home. If there's any resistance or discomfort comes, we relax into that. We say yes to that. Knowing that where Dharma is strong, demons are strong. The old saying from uh, Mahayana teachers in Japan. Where Dharma is strong, demons are strong, distractions are strong. And so, out of the five hindrances, the two that affect us today may be restlessness and its opposite, sleep, sloth or torpor or sleep. We steer a skillful course between those two hindrances. One is great restlessness, agitation, and the other one is sleepiness, sloth, or torpor. We're aware of those two opposite conditions. So we rest above, beneath those, to take the middle path to practice deep relaxation, deep yoga nidra. And our sankalpa, our intention is to remain beyond restlessness and remain beyond sloth or torpor, just resting in awareness, Thinking deeper and deeper, resting deeper and deeper in that.